Okay. <laughs> Would you like to squirt in your coffee mugs? Uh, sure. You're, you may drink table. from the coffee oh. mug. You may not drink yeah. from the water That's bottle. Gross. Would you like some? <laughs> oh. Okay. Have you a water? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're very thirsty. Well, I may get thirsty just from talking. I think we should make him try to do my okay, You're intro. ready now. Do you need to like fix his shirt or like? <laughs> Hi guys. Welcome to the NOYC podcast. I am here with Josh. Mm-hmm. Hi, Josh. You can introduce us. Oh, no, man. Okay. Uh, so- <laughs> but I didn't get introduced. Oh, who is that over there? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> Nobody knows. Yes. I think you know everyone here because they're here every week. I'm just the new, I'm not new. This is my third time. Yeah. This is my first time hosting. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited about this. Um, had some hiccups getting it all set up <laughs> and everything, but I'm ready to go. Yeah. Okay. So I want to do a little bit something different here. I recently learned that people retain more information 80% better than they do a visual representation mm. of information presented to them. So as we continue our discussion on what it means to be dead to the world, I have this Play-Doh here that I'm going to use to represent a visual representation of what dying to the world may look like. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs 3, 5-6, through 6, the Bible says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct thy paths. So in the last part, did you have something to say? No. Oh, no. Okay. I, I didn't go. <gasps> oh, okay. <laughs> Could you? <laughs> yes, please say something. <laughs> so in the last podcast, we mentioned God using a chisel to remove all the things that he once removed from our lives, mm-hmm. things that are not pleasing to him. God removes, I'm reading too fast, God removes that, yeah, God removes things that are not pleasing to him and are part of our Christian walk in sanctification. Mm-hmm. Again, as we learned in the last podcast, some of the things that God wants to remove from our lives, we try to hold on to for whatever reason. For this, for us, it is important to remember that God loves us in ways that we cannot fathom, and he always wants what is best for us. Mm-hmm. Imagine if a child, imagine if you would, I'm messing this up horribly, but I think you'll get it. <laughs> Imagine if you would a child that wants something that is harmful to them, but because the child's parents love them, they take the dangerous item from the child. And many times the child doesn't realize the danger that that is, they don't realize the item that represents the danger. Mm -hmm. God is all knowing. So we we should simply agree to give up the things that he's removed from our lives. But why don't we? Because we're stubborn. And we're stupid. Ah, okay. I have an answer. <laughs> I believe the answer to this question is, is that we are born of the flesh. Mm-hmm. We live in a flesh world, and the world offers us many things pleasing to our flesh. Mm-hmm. As long as we follow our flesh to dictate our lives, we cannot become pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. So how can we ever escape the flesh to allow God to chisel away at us? We're hoping you have that answer. 
Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first thing is that we must surrender our lives to God. Mm-hmm. The thing, it's so tiny to me. The thing, <laughs> the, the things in the world that the world has taught us is surrendering is a weak thing to do. I think we've all heard the term, no retreat, mm-hmm. no surrender. Yep. So when we are told as Christians to surrender, our flesh tends to naturally fight the ideal of surrendering. Yep. The Bible tells us that we can only defeat our sins by putting, our, by putting Jesus in control of our lives. Because we're born of the flesh in a flesh world, we cannot escape the flesh without Jesus. That is how we must allow God to chisel away mm-hmm. with us. He did the he did the noise. He made the uh, noise. Okay. He's <laughs> right. been indicated. So did right. I. <laughs> I feel like we need like light bulbs. Like, yeah. like a game yeah. show. Yeah. Right. Like, like, we'll get a buzzer. Yeah. So uh, what I was gonna say was it's great. The truth is, like we totally we shy away from surrender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, Jesus had to surrender. And no one talks about that. Mm-hmm. Jesus had to surrender before he could ever be what God sent him to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And but no one would say Jesus was weak. Right. What the Bible says is that Jesus was meek, which is not weakness. Meekness is not weakness. Meekness means the idea of a. So you have two horses. Oh we're just we're just we have illustrations. Is he going to make horses? Okay, that's <laughs> good. Horse I'm not so you have two horse. horses. You have a wild. You have a wild stallion, mm-hmm. a wild mustang in the wilderness. Okay, and then you have a mustang, a stallion that was harnessed mm-hmm. and that was trained under restraint. Mm -hmm. Meekness is the idea of that restrained Mm -hmm. horse. Now, which is stronger? Technically, they have the same equipment, but Mm -hmm. technically the restrained horse is stronger because Mm -hmm. he's channeling his power and he's been trained and grown in his strength. The other one's just Ran wild and willy nilly yep. and willy noosey goosey and you know what horses okay. do. Right. I don't think I've ever seen a, a <laughs> goosey goosey horse. <laughs> I've never been a noosey goosey. Uh, and so, meekness. What Jesus was was a man who surrendered to the restraint of God's power in his life, and he yep. lived the most powerful life of any person who's ever lived. And so, that's the same calling for us spiritually. We're called to a surrendered life. What is a surrendered life? It's choosing not to be noosey goosey. Mm-hmm. It's choosing to be restrained. It's to have your life brought into surrender, brought into the submission of yep. Jesus. Yep. And mm-hmm. that is really the more powerful way of living. Mm-hmm. So victory comes through surrender. Yep. Strength comes through surrender. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Cory Temple book. Do you have a name for your horse? Uh... <laughs> No, is that the name of the oh, horse? That's that is terrible. Is my horse Noosey Goosey. And anyway. my goose nope, just go on. Why do you have a goose now? I don't know. <laughs> Got a whole farm He's over there. Horsey, horsey. Mm. I just had an urge to say that. Okay. You, were, you missed a week, so you got to catch up. Is that what it is? To make yeah. up we believe it. that. So, uh, in the Corey Temple book that I've been talking about, she met the guard. Mm-hmm. And he, so what's ironic is that she did like, um, I don't know if it was like a, I don't know if she was doing like a teaching session or just sharing her testimony, whatever. And one of the guards from the concentration camps was there mm-hmm. and he came to her and he was like, you know, I, I can't believe that God would forgive me after all that I've done. You know, would you forgive me too? And he reaches out his hand to her and she can't find in herself mm-hmm. to reach her hand mm-hmm. back because he was a specific guard that she remembered exactly what he did and all the things. And so she's like, God help 
me forgive this man. Yep. And she just couldn't get her hand to raise. Mm -hmm. And what she realized is it wasn't her. Like she didn't, she shouldn't be the one that's forgiving him, not Mm -hmm. God doing it through her, but just allowing God to do Mm -hmm. it in general. And that just really spoke to me. It's, I feel like we're so often like, God do this through me or help me right. do this. Like, no, God's not helping you do it. Yeah. Like just let God do He's it. Doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let him do yeah. it. And that's where surrender comes in. Like you, yep. he can't do it until you surrender, until right. you surrender that hand to him. He can't do it. Right. Yep. And that's with everything. That's your, that's everything. He surrender is the first step to him doing it. Yep. Yeah. So I, I just think that like you have to surrender everything mm-hmm. to him. And um, like this morning in um, Sunday school, uh, it was mentioned that even the things that you can do, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, you should still surrender those things to God because He wants to do everything for you. So yep. we're supposed mm-hmm. to just like sit in the passenger seat, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and not even give directions. Or the trunk. I yeah, think we've been talking about the passenger seat. to the muffler in the back. <laughs> if we're in the passenger seat, we have the tendency to be like, Taxi drivers, exactly. Uh, and yeah. to show yeah, about how to how to how to how to even let us see the road, which is yeah. like yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. blindfolded. Because that's when you start somewhere. thinking that you can do things yeah. on your own. You'll right. see the road. You'll you're see like, oh, taxi driver sitting in his lap playing yeah. the yeah. wheel. Yeah. It's like yeah. get the trunk. Actually, yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, I think that's um, a. Actually, we were just talking about today in Sunday school with the kids. We were talking about hearing his voice. And obviously, we don't hear him audibly, but hearing his voice because he's inside of you. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about, um, we went through the, um, the uh, why isn't blanking John? <laughs> why isn't blanking? But anyway. You don't like John. <laughs> don't like John. No, but we were talking about the good shepherd. He was, oh, he's the good okay. shepherd. And he you can only hear his voice. If you are a sheep of his, you won't hear the voices of Satan and all the like you won't be able to call they won't be able to be pulled by them you'll only hear his because you're trained towards him mm-hmm. and so I think that's where that surrender comes into is the listening like you're not paying attention to anything else except for your master your shepherd right. that fits in there I think with this series like it's been an interesting series Very. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but even to Kevin's point what we we're talking about today there are so many Christians they they they've prayed a prayer they claim to be saved and yet they feel they have no nothing to surrender. They feel they don't have to surrender. They feel they can keep everything and be saved. Mm-hmm. Biblically, Jesus disagrees. <laughs> right, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's a problem because you can't have him if you're full of everything else. Right. That's what we've been talking about this month mm-hmm. is that when you're so full of the world, you can't receive his fullness because right. you're already stuffed. Yep. One of the, one of uh, the jokes that I've heard lately. Oh, I'm gonna mess this all up. I should oh, never no. open my mouth and said the word joke. Yeah, this is <laughs> Why true. did the teddy bear not eat his dinner? Because he was full of stuff. He was already stuffed. stuffed. Uh, see, see. Okay. And that's Christians. Like, why do Christians not surrender? Because they're already stuffed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have the same. Punch matches, line, yeah, yeah. majesticness to it. But you understand the I point. I don't know if that's a majestic joke, but okay. Majestic teddy bear Christians. I'm just gonna get t-shirts for everybody. Do you have a name for it? Nusi Willy nilly. Oh no, Nusi Goosey. What is my horse's name? Is his name your name too? Whenever we go out, I was waiting for you. The people, the people always shout. shout. There goes Nusi Goosey, the horsey Goosey. <laughs> I feel like this is turning into walkie-dokie. <laughs> I feel like I should uninvite myself from this table. Ever. <laughs> so, like, w- when I wrote this, you know, I, I believe, you know, I asked earlier in the week, like, how long 
does this have to be? Because mm-hmm. I knew that, you know, just from the other two podcasts, I'm mm-hmm. like, are we talking too much? Like, are they mm-hmm. being, are they able to, you know, yeah. keep that thing going? So I'm glad you're back. Keep your mouth shut. We have to schedule here. I remember the first podcast that I did with you guys, I was like, did I talk too much? Because that felt rather long, you know? It just is. It just is. Okay. It just right. is. So if no one else has any other jokes about teddy bears Lock and stuffing. There you go. Okay. So the question becomes, have you ever seen a rock being chiseled away with a hammer or some type of tool? I know that the rock feels no pain, but it looks painful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like the hammer hitting the rock and, you know, the chisel against the rock. It just looks like, I'm glad I'm not that rock because that looks like mm-hmm. it would be painful. Okay? So, God removing things from our lives may feel painful, but just as the stone must be chiseled away to make a beautiful statue, so must we be chiseled away to become more pleasing in the eyes of God. Mm-hmm. The difference between us and the statue is that after a while, the stone becomes the statue that people get to marvel at the completed artwork. Mm-hmm. With us, God will chisel away at us until we reach heaven, mm-hmm. because it is only then that we become the perfect that we become perfect in God's image. Yep. So, like I said earlier, being chiseled away can be pain a painful process, but at times, yeah, process at times. But even in the pain, try to remember that God is making us fit for his kingdom. Mm -hmm. So I guess in closing, we should trust in God to chisel away with us as he see fits and not rely on our own understanding. He made the indication. (laughs) He said in closing. I tried to say quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to probably get this wrong. You might remember it. But Eric talks about all time. So, so imagine the. So you talked about the kingdom of heaven. Imagine the 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 doorway or the gate to get into the kingdom of heaven, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and to come into the kingdom of heaven, you have to go through this doorway. The problem is, you can't. You can only get in one way, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yep. And I think he actually says underneath. You have to crawl. Do you remember what I'm talking about? You're talking about the like 800 ten, miles yeah, down, 800, 800 miles, miles this yeah, way, 800 okay. miles that way, 800 miles this way. Yeah. Basically, you can't go around the wall. You can't go over the wall. You can't go under the wall. You have one option, and it's to fit through the door. The problem mm-hmm. is, in order to fit through that door, you have to lay everything down. Yep. You can't take a single molecule of anything with mm-hmm. you, and that's the kingdom of heaven. It literally is the road paved with surrender, chiseling down, as you're saying. Yeah. You have to be chiseled all the way down to fit through that hole in order to get into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. And yet so many people live with all a the lot stuff. of all stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. like, yeah. I'm yeah. coming into the kingdom of heaven. I'm bringing and, this with me. Exactly. <laughs> and they think yeah. they're like doing something good. They're yeah. like, yeah. I have all this stuff right. with me. And this is like, so great. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's not going to fit. Yeah. It's like yeah. when you start, you overpack your bags for a flight and then you're like, this is great. I have all of my stuff. Yeah. And they're like, you have to get rid of half of that. Right. Yeah. Do you know it's a hundred dollar yeah. charge if you're overweight on your baggage? Just going to mention that out of. Is that what is it? Heaven just slide over. I think it's going to be worse. But imagine at the gates of heaven, right? There's like just piles, mounds of like. Stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Like stuff. Money, gold, makeup, jewelry, Mm -hmm. clothes, diplomas, Mm -hmm. cars, just there. Why? Because you can't Can't take it it in. in. You got to get rid of it all. So, So I guess to Kevin's point, we could conclude... If you're a Christian, you will surrender. Yeah. Right. The question is when. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's not going in. Yeah. You're going to lay it down. 
and so the question is, do you want satisfaction, contentment, and fulfillment now, mm-hmm. or do you want to wait till you're dead? Well, that's the funny thing. So the funny thing is, is about that is we, we talked about like the airline situation. But like, if you have too much stuff, you're lugging all that stuff around. It's heavy, and then you can't even have it. So yeah. you're lugging all the stuff around. You're give, you're walking your whole life. You yeah, got all this yeah. stuff. You're like, this is great. This is like the best thing ever. And then you get there, you're like, I could have put that down. 50 years ago? Yeah, 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 <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're carrying all this stuff for no reason. Yeah, it reminds me of the Pilgrim's Progress. Uh, I don't remember all the terminology. So so beautifully poetic. Mm-hmm. But he gets to the point where he lays down his burden. Mm-hmm. And then the trip is so much easier, more yeah. enjoyable yep. after that. And that's exactly what Jamie's saying. Yeah. is like, we think we need this stuff. But really, surrender is what makes the trip satisfying. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's so much so much easier of a burden to carry through life when we lay everything down. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Surrender is a great thing. Someone recently compared it to like carrying a dead body mm-hmm. around. Someone in the church said this. And I was just thinking, like, hamster. oh, was that you? It was a hamster. <laughs> it was a hamster. Someone referred to like a, a dead body that you have like over your shoulder yep. and you're yep. carrying this dead body. And as dead bodies tend to do, they stink. Yep. So like you're carrying around this stinky dead body that you don't need to be carrying around with you you can drop that dead body Mm -hmm. at any point and i think also that's part of living the abundant christian life Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. as long as you're carrying these dead bodies whether it be a human body of your shoulder Mm -hmm. or a hamster in your pocket okay (laughs) it still doesn't smell good and you're still not Mm -hmm. enjoying Mm -hmm. your life and a lot of christians may think i need to carry this dead body and this hamster in my pocket until I get to heaven, mm-hmm. and then I can leave it at heaven's door, mm-hmm. where the Bible says, no, you can put that stuff down mm-hmm. and live the abundant life yeah. before you die. Like, yeah. you, you, yeah. you're not meant to suffer yeah. and drag dead things around with yeah. you exactly. in life. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. As you can see. Oh, oh okay. tricky still. Yeah, it's bad. It's still yeah, tricky. Yeah. So this is my interpretation of a human body. Mm-hmm. And then this is the stuff that I took off of the human body. Mm-hmm. Now, it just dawned on me that this is a misrepresentation because in actuality, the stuff that God must remove is infinitely bigger than us. There we go. Yeah. There we go. There we go. Okay. So while this seems smaller than the body, like mm-hmm. this would like be as big as this room if not bigger because God has to chisel away so much of us Mm -hmm. for us to be able to get into heaven so excuse my misrepresentation of spacing (laughs) but I think you all get the point that God must remove things from us Mm -hmm. for us to become small enough as Josh said to fit through heaven's door yep and like though we may think like of the you could probably sit there and think I have three sins that I've leaned to get rid of before I can get into heaven, mm-hmm. okay? But it's almost like as soon as you move one sin, three more appear. Mm-hmm. You know, you move two sins, six more appear. You move yeah. three, 20 more appear. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, God is infinitely greater than we are. So for us to become in his image, we must remove infinite amount of stuff <laughs> an infinite <laughs> amount of stuff yeah. to fit through that I think door. that one of the things that I've really just come to grasp lately is that Christianity is not removing a list of sins sin is nothing more than what is not God yeah. right 
And so, like, we think sin, you know, lying, cheating, swearing, blah, 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 blah. It's so much more than that. I can literally just have a thought, and, and it doesn't have to be, like, impure thought. It can just be a thought that wouldn't he wouldn't have that. Mm-hmm. That's a sin. Yeah. A sin is anything that's not like God. And so that's why it's an infinite. He is infinitely not like us, and we are infinitely not like him. And so mm-hmm. we have an infinite amount of stuff to remove. Yes. <laughs> right. But I, I think it's important to also remember that we don't have to remove the infinite amount to live the abundant oh, yeah. Christian life. Yeah. And I think a lot of people get that mm-hmm. confused. Like, wait, I have to be totally sin-free to live the abundant Christian life. Well, you'll never be sin-free yeah. on earth, but you can live the abundant Christian life mm-hmm. while you're here. Yep. Yep. Ultimately, like we were just talking, it's not God doesn't want that stuff. Right. God oh, doesn't yeah, yeah. want you to be miserable and right. have just be walking around without a house, without anything. Right. He doesn't care about stuff. Mm-hmm. He just wants you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. Yep, and absolutely. he knows what we need. Yep. Okay. And he knows everything. He, he knows we need things that we don't even know we need. You know, so somewhere down the line, he's like, oh, you might need that. So I'll just put that in your way. You don't mm-hmm. see it yet. But then when you get to that point, you're like, oh, look, yep. this is right here. Right when I needed it. Yep. Yep. You know, so. You know, it, it's just so important to know that that being a Christian is more than when I die, I go to heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm living by the Bible because I want to go to heaven. Yeah. You know, there's so much more to it. I, I think that we've talked a lot in Sunday school and everything. Like It's a package mm-hmm. deal. You get so much more. You, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. well, here is your, you know going to heaven card, you yeah. know what I mean? And then here's this, and here's this, and here's this. Mm-hmm. And we're like, wow, I didn't know I get yeah. yep. all that yep. stuff. So yeah. let me ask this question, since you're trying to wrap up. No, go ahead. <laughs> and this is for, for My the, writing for, was very short, so I was kind of hoping. We can help with that. Uh, <laughs> yes, you can. Good job. <laughs> so this is for anybody. So how, so mm-hmm. I think this is all great. I think this is all something that we definitely, this is the Christian life, the chiseling process is sanctification process. Like it's something yep. that every Christian is supposed to endure. And if you're not enduring this process of chiseling, you really should be double checking that you are saved. Yep. What I want to ask is, what does that look like in your life in reality? What does chiseling look like? How do you, how do you know what he's aiming for? for or chipping away like how do that's what i talked about last week <sighs> that's what i get if you have listened i know i read it though i don't remember getting that you didn't read it good enough yeah, I guess not. but i digress that i'm sorry I asked anything. but like i said a visual representation you retain 80 percent more that's so the problem i didn't watch it, it that's yeah. the problem. Visual representation i feel like you. though a lot of times like we think yeah I, there's probably some stuff god wants to take away from my life but we're waiting on him to come with a literal chisel yeah. and hammer, yeah, like, and he yeah. never shows up with that. And so we're like, "Well, it must be good." You misunderstand. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is metaphorical. Right, <laughs> like right. he does talk to us. He does show us what to remove. Mm-hmm. But it's not. He's not knocking on a door one day. Leave I mean, that, in some ways, that would be helpful oh, yeah. if he knocked me like, "Hey, I'm here with the chisel and hammer. Let's do this." <laughs> Why is he? He's he's also uh, from Mexico. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I was like. What's the word? Jamie's with me. Rachel's very much crushing it. Jamie's like, I don't know what word. I'm like, what is the word? The word. (laughs) Prego. This is good. I'll never leave extra space in my. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. No, but uh, so to answer your question, I think that we're so busy looking at everyone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay that we're not looking at ourselves, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because, you know, we'll, 
you know, say, wow, that person, you know, they really need to stop doing that sin. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I don't do that sin. Okay. But we're not mentioning the 10 that we have in our closet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was going to mention, I can't remember exactly what I believe it's in 1 Corinthians. But Paul makes this comment uh, at the end of a chapter where he's like, um, we look at ourselves through a glass dimly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it changes us into his glory. And what he's saying is that like we look into God's word and as we look into God's word, we see it's supposed to be a reflection. It's supposed to be us looking at him in his word and seeing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So we look into the Bible and we see that's this is what I am, but this is not what it says God is. And so we were, we change. We're chiseled away by the word of God mm-hmm. to reflect his glory. Mm-hmm. And so it should you can't be chiseled without reading the word. Yeah. Right. You can't yep. be chiseled without the Bible, but you oh, also can't yeah. give him glory. You can't mm-hmm. live the abundant Christian life and give him glory unless you're reading the Bible because the Bible is is very in, involved in the chiseling <laughs> process. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why a lot of times we there's some, shall we say weirdos? I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. There's some weirdos in Christianity yeah. who are sidestepping <laughs> the Bible and, and chiseling away at this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. But but the Bible's the chisel. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. and so you have to it. have the Bible in order to know what goes and what stays. Well, and that's yeah. the thing is, if you chisel it yourself, you're you're gonna you're mess gonna up. come out looking really funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna mess Horrible up. Picasso, yes. and lots yeah. of pain. Yes. And you might be missing an arm. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's not happens. good. It's not yeah. good. I mean, there are statues that way. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I'm still like picking away at my clay to represent that God is still chiseling away. It, not just me, but at all of us. And he's doing it out of love mm-hmm. because, you know, if he didn't love us, he would just leave us the way we are. And then when the day comes, when he comes back, he's going to look at you and say, oh, you got a lot of chiseling left to do there, mm-hmm. buddy. Like, you might want to, you know, reconsider how much you're chiseling away. But yep. thankfully, God is the one chiseling. And you're looking at me and like, it's, I'm it's in a trance, really. Like I said, a lot of people learn, and I used clay for A, I'm not a good rock chiseler. And it'd be a Ooh, whole that mess would have been a here. really fascinating <laughs> that episode. Been, for that noisy, been, CJ would have hated it. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like a whole mess in here, and I've never chiseled away anything. But what I am fascinated <laughs> with is people who can carve art out of like mm-hmm. a log. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? If I could change so I think that's awesome. So that's like the same. That'll be idea. next week's episode. Yep. Chainsaw yeah. and log. Bring a log Chainsaw. in and but as you can see, there is now, you know, I'm smaller. Not quite small enough yet. But God will continue to chisel away with us. And like Josh said, once the chiseling process you feel as though it stopped it may be time to look deeper mm-hmm. yep. into yourself because yep. then you feel as though, like, I know everything. Yep. Yep. You know? Yep. So. <laughs> Ole. There's your intro, CJ. But yeah. So, um, if no one else has anything nope. else to mm-hmm. say, I hope that this visual, this visual mm-hmm. representation helps you guys out that God is always, not say chiseling, but I just remove the clay. But like I said, sometimes the chiseling process can be very um, painful mm-hmm. and unwelcomed. But if you look at it from a positive point of view, the more God chisels away from you, the less painful the chiseling process yep. 
becomes because as he chisels from you, you become closer to him and you don't want to do the things that he has to chisel away from you. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, it's backwards. <laughs> That's good. That's still not proportionately correct. But if it's okay. It'll never be. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, so if that is all, yeah. I will bring this episode to a close. Thank you for yeah. watching, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.